This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. In this Real Estate News Brief for the week ending September 20th of 2023, what the Fed's favorite inflation gauge says about August, how U.S. real estate values are setting new records, and why the typical American cannot afford to buy a home in 99% of the nation. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. We begin with economic news from this past week that ended with a last-minute scramble to avoid a government shutdown. Congress passed a stopgap funding measure with two minutes to spare. That extends the current deadline for another 45 days and gives lawmakers time to hammer out their differences. In the meantime, a new report on inflation was released. The Personal Consumption Expenditure Index for the month of August shows a sharp increase of 0.4% and an annual rate of 3.5%. That's up from 3.4%. But that's mostly due to higher gas prices. When you take gas and food out of the picture, the core rate was only up 0.1% in August, and that was less than economists expected. That brought the annual core rate down from 4.3 to 3.9%. The Fed pays more attention to this inflation gauge than the others, and the core rate is showing that inflation is slowing. The cost of housing is one of the biggest reasons inflation is so high, and the PCE shows an August slowdown in shelter prices. The year-over-year rate went from 7.7% in July to 7.4% in August. It's also down from a peak of 8.3% in April. Although shelter price growth is slowing, home prices are still rising overall. The latest Case-Shiller home price report is for July. It shows that national home prices were up 0.6% for the month, while the 20-city index was up 0.9%. The annual rate was 1% nationally and 0.1% for the 20-city index. The high cost of buying a home continues to weigh on home sales. The Commerce Department says the sale of new homes fell 8.7% in August to an annual rate of 675,000. In July, the annual rate of sales was 739,000. As reported by MarketWatch, prices are currently down to their lowest level since March of this year. Contract signings for existing homes also fell in August. The National Association of Realtors reports that pending home sales were down 7.1% compared to the previous month, and are now at their lowest level since April of 2020. Many home buyers are going after new homes instead of existing homes because it's easier to find inventory, and builders often give new home buyers a discount on the mortgage rate. And those mortgage rates are still moving skyward. Freddie Mac says the average 30-year fixed-rate mortgage was up 12 basis points to 7.3%. The 15-year was up 18 points to 6.72%. And in other news making headlines, the real estate market may be tough for a lot of people, but for baby boomers, it's business as usual, typically without a loan. According to Redfin, the number of all cash offers accounted for one third of residential sales in August. And it says there's enough evidence to show that baby boomers are driving this surge in cash sales. Redfin's deputy chief economist, Taylor Marr, says some cash sales are coming from millennials but they may be borrowing from the bank of mom and dad or a relative. He also says the rate of homeownership for Gen Z has also surpassed that of Gen X, which may be due to help from mom and dad as well. One reason that boomers are making out so well is due to the growth of their own real estate wealth, 
and the use of that equity to purchase a new home without the loan. And housing wealth has been accumulating quickly for many people since the beginning of the pandemic. A report by Zillow shows that the total value of the U.S. housing market is almost 50% higher than it was before the arrival of COVID. It's now worth a record-high total of $52 trillion. In just this past year alone, Zillow says the housing market gained another $2.6 trillion in value. California has the largest share of that wealth at about $10 trillion. Florida, New York, Texas, and New Jersey round out the top five. Looking at just the biggest metro areas, New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, and Boston are the top four with Miami now qualifying for the fifth position. Miami was ninth in May of 2021. For many consumers, housing affordability has gotten so bad that the typical American cannot afford to buy a home in 99% of the nation. Real estate data firm Adam analyzed median home prices over the past year in 575 U.S. counties and determined that homes became unaffordable when buyers had to pay more than 28% of their paycheck for the home. If you include insurance and property tax, the buyer would need to devote 35% or more to that home. And that's not something that everybody can do. Well, that's it for today. You can read more about these stories by following the links in the show notes at newsforinvestors.com. And if you want to help solve this housing crisis and provide rental housing for those who would like a place to live but can't afford to buy it yet, just go to newsforinvestors.com, sign up for free, and you'll get access to many, many free webinars to help you on your real estate investing journey. I'm Kathy Fedke. Thanks for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to newsforinvestors.com.